Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth, and today I felt it in my gut, heart, and soul to honestly just sit down and talk to you guys just by myself because I know I've had a lot of guests on, and they have been absolutely freaking incredible, amazing, but sometimes I do just like to chat one-on-one with you guys, switch it up every now and then. So I thought, you know what? I'm feeling this in my gut. Let's do it. Today, we are going to talk about a new phrase that I have gotten brought to my attention called shitting yourself. I love it because it sounds like shitting yourself, but it's way more meaningful and super important, especially to me. So I'm going to kind of broach this topic with you guys today in the current mood section. But first, let's get into best mood and worst mood of the week. This was a tough one. I'm not going to lie. I've definitely been feeling a lot more heavy in my worst moods. Not to say that I don't have good days, but I also am the type of person that can put a magnifying glass over the negative stuff and, you know, catastrophize and so on and so forth. But this is always a good exercise for me which is why I recommend it to you guys as well is like really looking at the best and the worst of the week is like you're acknowledging where you can improve on you're really looking inward and evaluating like your worst mood and questioning it and almost just kind of not being so afraid of it and knowing that it's okay but then you're also forcing yourself to find the best mood too because sometimes it's so easy to find the worst one and not the best one which has kind of been the case for me the past couple of weeks and so the best mood that I came up with was reconnecting And just kind of in a broader sense, but obviously with some, you know, specific examples, but reconnecting in the sense of kind of with myself, with things that give me joy in my life, with the possibility of just like enjoying things, because it's, it's really easy to just get down, especially in the time that we're in right now and not really have a lot of motivation to get out of that mindset because there's not quite frankly much to do right now. And I found myself just kind of reconnecting, whether it was like, kind of the mood boosters I always talk to you guys about which is like FaceTiming and texting my friends and stuff like that and so I've done a really good job of staying connected with my family and my close friends and then I've kind of taken it to the next level of reconnecting with that like next outer layer of friends reconnecting with some of the personal work that I do and just reconnecting on a level of not avoiding things that usually bring me joy anymore just kind of reconnecting with those little things in life that make me happy whether it's a certain person that I like to talk to but maybe haven't reached out to in a while an activity that I haven't done in a while just reconnecting to those things that bring me joy it's okay to feel disconnected from things at times and it becomes hard to reconnect to them since you kind of built a new habit of almost just being disconnected so it really can be a best mood to really reconnect with those things and use it as like a positive 
little thing to brighten up your week and look back on and think, huh, like I actually reconnected with quite a few things this week. Like that's good progress. I also saw a really good meme on Instagram that said something in this sort of like, stop saying I'm sorry for not texting you back and like making up some excuse and just being honest and saying, I'm sorry, I've just been disconnecting from my phone more. I know that sometimes those things sound like woo wooey and like cliche, not cliche, but just kind of like lame, I guess. But it's true. And I feel like people are really understanding. I'm honestly a really bad texter. The only reason I'm so good at Instagram DMs is because it says seen on it. So I don't open it until I know I'm going to reply. And then the blue dots are always there and I want to open it so bad. So I have to reply. But with a text message, I can just open it and like literally totally forget. And I don't feel like texting someone back. And so over the past week, I've really just kind of been honest when I forgot to text someone back. And it's nothing personal at all. It's obviously not. It's just kind of that text message of, hey, sorry, I've been really disconnected from my phone lately. Missed your text, yada, yada, yada. I literally got a text back that was just like, I totally get it. I've been doing the same thing, blah, blah, blah. So it's just like a nice kind of like honest way to communicate with people and connect with people. And it puts less pressure on you. And just like being honest is just like, it's the best. It's It just feels so much lighter and brighter in your life. So that's kind of a little summary of my best mood this week. And then my worst mood was just quarantine fatigue. I think it's just kind of at that point where I know every Everyone sounds like a broken record saying it, but hey, these are unprecedented at times, my gals. I mean, it just, it is like, I feel like I'm in this really weird transition phase of just like my personal life and just my life in general, just kind of, I don't know. I just feel like I'm in this really weird time where I'm like going through it right now. And then it's like the pandemic, you're going through it at the same time. And it just like gets exhausting when you're just kind of totally fatigued I feel like people that don't even experience depression are having like low-grade depression and it's just like it's real real quarantine fatigue and just not knowing what's next not knowing where the light at the end of the tunnel is not knowing what I can and can't do what I should and shouldn't do (sighs) I mean it's just it's a crazy time and it's been a freaking crazy time for a long time but to be honest as much as like this is exhausting and it's a broken record like it's just it's just matter of fact it's happening so you know it just is kind of being gentler with yourself knowing that quarantine fatigue is real what's going on in the world is crazy and really can affect your mental health and allowing yourself to be gentle with yourself throughout those worst moods and just kind of not should yourself which we'll get into let's jump into mood boosters and mood boosters are brought to you by article article is always a mood booster for me you guys know my entire backyard is article i have tons of stuff in my house from article they are my number one recommendation when it comes to furniture shopping. Article is amazing because they have organic, natural materials, high quality craftsmanship, and modern design. Article's selection of furniture makes it easy to create a space you'll always want to come home to. You guys know I love resting and recharging and just making my home my oasis, and that is exactly what Article makes easy. Article combines the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. Article's team of designers focus on bringing beautifully crafted pieces quality materials, and durable construction together. They are dedicated to a modern aesthetic of mid-century Scandinavian, industrial, and bohemian designs. Their prices are the best part. They're fair. You save up to 30% over traditional retail price. Article is able to keep their prices low by cutting out that middleman and selling directly to you. So there's no showrooms, no salespeople, no retail markups. But you guys, 
the quality is still incredible. They have fast, affordable shipping, and it's available all across the USA and Canada, and is free on orders over $999. All in-stock items are delivered in two weeks or less, and they have a 30-day return policy with simple returns and exchanges. I've been obsessed with Article 4 ever and I'm so glad they are a sponsor for you guys because I always want to give you guys the discount. You guys are always still asking me where my little ottoman in my room is from, where my little love seat downstairs is from, the chairs in my dining room. It's just it's all article. So Article is offering my listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So go to article.com slash mood and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash mood to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. This week's mood boosters are being interrupted by my family group chat. Let's get into some mood boosters because we all know that the best thing to get those best moods is mood boosters that keep you boosted i need like a theme song for that okay so the first mood booster of this week was obviously whipping back out my kindle because whenever i take a break from her she always just comes back in my life and boosts my mood and it's like why do i ever get rid of her but it's because we're not perfect okay so don't be so hard on yourself lorraine i whipped her back out i've had some issues with my amazon account okay i'm not gonna lie some some you know fraudulent activity was happening and i need to switch my kindle over and i thought oh wait i have one book that I haven't read yet I should do that before I switch it plugged that baby in lit her up started a new book it's called pretty things by Janelle Brown one of my Instagram followers recommended it to me over DM so thank you if that was you and honestly just the description looked really good apparently it's some Nicole Kidman being brought to a television screen type novel which is pretty much most novels these days, but I digress. It has to do with like influencers and stuff, but not in the way where the main character is an influencer. At least I haven't met a main character that is one yet. I'm sure that person is coming in, but it starts out by talking about how like Lake Tahoe, and I'm not, I'm not spoiling anything. Like the first page is like how Lake Tahoe is such a deep lake and you can uh, put dead bodies in there. So um, (laughs) speaking of mood boosters, but you guys know I love a thriller. So the fact that this seems like it has some glamour and some murder, I mean, it's pretty much the perfect book for me. And I literally got my first good night sleep in so long because I read before bed and it just puts me to freaking sleep. It is just like the most relaxing thing ever. It's so easy for me to fall asleep. And I have been staying up way too late on my phone and on like TV or just like not in a good mood so honestly I was just like this has to be a mood booster even though it's day one of the Kindle re-entering my life and boosting my mood she's present my next mood booster is baking and cooking and I have to say that it's more so baking than the cooking because my brother really does the cooking I'm not gonna sit here and take credit for it because my whole family will come after me but you know I do the grocery shopping we do the meal brainstorm together and then honestly it's just such a mood booster too when like you're eating dinner and it's just like you know exactly how it was made it's fresh it's exactly what you want you kind of get in that like postmate fatigue too from the quarantine like I'm just so sick and tired of ordering delivery from all the same restaurants and so honestly cooking has been a mood booster of just like having that little activity to look forward to figuring out what we're going to make for dinner having to get the food and even though my brother cooks most of it I get to enjoy it and have my mood boosted from it and then we always have to like clean the kitchen and stuff and that doesn't really sound like a mood booster but it is nice just like tidying up and stuff like that at night I don't know I just love waking up to a clean kitchen like that is a mood booster and then we also got like 
little compartments from the container store. So I have all these little clear containers. They're from the home edit collection on the container store. And I bought just like a few to figure out like what would work, what wouldn't work. Honestly, they all ended up pretty much working. I definitely could have like customized it a little more, but I kept like the five containers that I got. And it's just so nice having the fridge completely organized because nothing is the opposite of a mood booster more than when my fridge just feels disgusting. Because it's like, yes, messes are gross, but like expired food messes are disgusting so I've had this like pristine clean and organized fridge we've been cooking at home I baked it's on my youtube channel I baked an olive oil cake it was just such a nice mood boosting moment just like being at home having things in the fridge to eat being able to make myself lunch being able to make myself snacks just like fresh food and fresh ingredients that like you're in control of are honestly a big mood booster even though they kind of take a little prep work it still pays off for like the entire week and by the way that olive oil cake in mocktail that I made on my channel is fire. And then speaking of in the kitchen too, another mood booster was finally making my own coffee. I have been avoiding this for my entire adult life. I know it saves you so much money and it's so much better for just like the environment and like not using reusable cups and stuff. And I've just avoided it like the plague. Is that too soon of a joke? Okay. I've just avoided it because I'm just honestly like lazy and I was always living life on the go. And now it's like, I'm not on the go literally anywhere ever so I was just thinking okay this is the time where I'm gonna learn how to make my own coffee but I like cold brew and cold brew seems like it's harder to make it's actually not I got a cold brew maker it was like 12 or 14 dollars from Target I just got a coffee grinder to go with it I got a bag of coffee you grind it up and it's like a kind of coarser bean like you don't fine grind fine grind fine ground guys let's not even let's not even dive into that you're gonna do a coarser grind grind to your bean okay and then you're gonna just literally fill it up and let it sit for like 24 hours and then I pour it in a mason jar stick it in the fridge and put another batch in and then it kind of lasts me all week but it's just like so tasty and it's that same feeling of like I know exactly what's in my coffee no added sugar I just do almond milk I do french vanilla stevia and it's just like so nice having that little activity to do plus having that fresh ingredient to put into my body it's just it is truly a mood booster. Maybe just like meal prepping is a mood booster for me. Maybe being domestic is a mood booster for me. Those things were all mood boosters. Let's quit while we're ahead, shall we? Today's current mood is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is the online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably creative and curious, I I reckon I would say. You can learn new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity. If you're having quarantine fatigue like me you can explore so many classes and unlock your creativity in so many different ways my favorite thing about Skillshare is that I get to learn so many new things that I would never have time to go learn in in in-person classes and also in-person classes are extremely expensive so it's a total win-win you get to learn these like side hustles side passions just get creative learn new things take advantage of your time all in the comfort of your own home for a super super affordable price there's tons of classes 
classes like video lessons that help me with YouTube. They have design great stuff, how to make merch. They have filmmaking from home. They have creative breakthrough, which is like eight exercises to power your creativity, confidence, and career. Like they have so many different things for literally anyone. I always kind of go towards the side hustle ones or stuff that has to do with kind of things that I already like. So like the journaling, the productivity, but also those kind of graphic design and illustration classes so I can learn how to do more things myself and communicate better with people on my team. Skillshare offers membership with meaning with so much to explore, real projects to create, and support of fellow creatives. Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. Skillshare is incredibly affordable, especially when compared to those pricey in-person classes I talked about. Their annual subscription is less than $10 a month. So explore your creativity and get two free months of premium membership at Skillshare.com slash mood. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com slash mood. That's two free months of unlimited access to thousands of classes at Skillshare.com slash mood. This week's current mood topic, like I mentioned, is shoulding yourself. That's should, like I should be doing, but shoulding making it like a verb when you are shooting yourself. You may have heard this before. I had never heard it before. I had heard it for the first time when I was on the What We Said podcast with JC and Chelsea. I recorded their podcast with them last week and they are just so lovely. I've had JC on the podcast before. I'm going to record with Chelsea. I'm super, super excited to have her on. And she was the one that was like, yeah, you're shooting yourself. And me being me, I'm like, haha, shitting myself. What? What's up? I just just was like wait I've never heard that term before I don't know if I'm living under a rock but that is so much of my personality because when you're shooting yourself it's it's literally what I said it's you telling yourself oh I should be doing this or oh I should do this and it sounds really simple but unless you're someone that does this often or maybe needs an explanation it's actually pretty detrimental and I never knew that there was a word for it and I find that my anxiety kind of has different masks and knows once I figure out how to deal with one narrative in my head can put on a different mask. So for instance, I think the term what if is really detrimental as well. So if you're someone with anxiety and you're constantly thinking, okay, but what if this happens? But what if then this happens? And then what if this, like that very quickly becomes catastrophizing. And so what I trained myself to do is when I heard the words what if in my train of thought, because you know, sometimes we think so quickly that we're just kind of going down the rabbit hole before we even realize we're already, you know, a thousand feet down. And so I trained myself when I heard those words, even if I didn't realize I was going down that rabbit hole, I heard the words, what if, and I knew, wait, stop. This is not going anywhere good. There's no reason to say what if right now. It can only lead to something that's going to make me catastrophize or something that doesn't exist. I'm stopping my train of thought there. We're done. Moving on next topic. I got really good at recognizing that and being very self-aware and looking inward and making myself stop thinking that. And when Chelsea said, oh, you should yourself, I thought, huh, maybe that's a new mask that my anxiety has put on. Now my anxiety has taken on a new mask of, I say, I should be doing this. And if I should do this, then I can't do that. And I should do this. And if I did do it, I would feel like this, but then I can't do it. And so it's not exactly like what if, where you're constantly saying what if, but then what if, but then what if you start with the should and then it leads you down a rabbit hole of pretty much 
much catastrophizing or just honestly a ton of judgment, shame, guilt. And then for a majority of us, I would assume probably rebellion because I feel like when anyone gets told what they should do, it makes you kind of almost want to do exactly the opposite, even if it's subconscious. And I think a big reason to realize why this is also a negative way of thinking is because if you're sitting in a moment and thinking I should do this you're not thinking I want to do this I can do this I will do this you're thinking oh I should be doing this so like I said you're completely contradicting what you're already doing and diminishing it and presenting yourself with something that would be more beneficial that you're not doing and creating this narrative to yourself that you should be doing something else because what you're doing right now isn't good enough and if you you should be doing this because it's better and you're really just discrediting where you are in the moment. I noticed an example now that I'm becoming more aware of this and I can kind of catch myself thinking this way. I was working out today for the first time. I decided I want to work out. I didn't think I should work out. I thought I think I want to work out. So I thought okay I'm gonna try it. Anyone that's normal knows that when you stop working out for a while it is so hard to start working out again and I finally felt like it I finally wanted to and I put on a Melissa Wood health workout and I was looking through the stuff and I thought you know what the 22 minute like stretching yoga Pilates flow sounds really nice you know what I haven't worked out in a while it'd probably be really nice to like stretch out my muscles and go slow and like really ease back into it of course right away those like really really quiet thoughts were like well you should do something harder but like maybe that's not going to be good enough just kind of discrediting initially like what my body was telling me I wanted to do with it so I kind of clocked that and was like okay you know what my body wants to do this let's let's go with that if I feel like doing more after I can do more halfway through the workout I literally am working out and keep in mind I love doing Melissa Wood Health's workouts because it keeps me really really present I love hearing her breathing in and breathing out it helps me breathe it just is a really joyful experience honestly it's something that I really do love and I'm doing the workout and I just simply think I should do a harder workout after this I should I should add on abs and arms after this and knowing the word I was able to think oh my god you're literally in the middle of a workout and you're already thinking about what you should be doing next can't you just do the workout and enjoy where you are and be present obviously I wasn't so hard on myself in that way but I just kind of thought wait stop what are you thinking like you'll cross that bridge when you get to it stop thinking about what you should do while you're literally doing something that you haven't done in so long like I was so quick to discredit a small step of progress by thinking of a bigger and better one that I could take like I haven't worked out consistently in so long I haven't worked out at all in like a week and a half and I finally take that step to do something kind for my body and for myself and the first thing I think while I'm doing it not even when I'm done and I'm like oh like maybe I have enough energy I was just like I should do abs and arm after this because this isn't enough that is what I'm saying when it is a completely negative way of thinking and it really masks and disguises itself in such a discreet way because I say it all the time I always think what should I be doing what should I be doing and it's never what do I want to do and I know we've talked about balance and it's figuring out what you want to do and what you need to do and making time for both of them but you have to remember that in that balance episode it wasn't the definition of wanting to do and needing to do and should be doing when you use the word should like that You're literally just setting unrealistic standards for yourself and other people. Like you can actually do it to other people too. You could think, oh, my boyfriend should be texting me more. You're literally then putting him 
on a pedestal and expecting him to do something that like you haven't even asked him to do. I mean, maybe you have, but do you understand what I'm saying? Like he should be doing this. You're not saying I want him to do this. So I'm going to tell him you're just saying, oh, he should be AKA you're saying he's not doing it. And I resent him for it. It is just such a negative way of narrating your thoughts. And I think that when you point out something like this, you start to notice it more in your head. You might be doing it more than you think, or you might be able to kind of look more inwardly when you do do it. When we use the current mood topics as thought starters, it really allows us to kind of look inward more and try to understand, okay, what did I relate to from that? What did I not realize about myself from that? And how can I just like think about it a little bit? Or if something pops up, you can refer back to this episode and be like, oh, she talked about shitting yourself. I literally just did that. Like, that's so crazy. And then you just become more aware of it. For me, at least, I think it is really kind of almost subconscious because it's so masked. Like I said, it's such masked anxiety of I should be working out more. And then I start catastrophizing and going down that rabbit hole and basically just beating myself up, shaming myself guilt tripping myself and ultimately rebelling because I don't like being told what I should be doing like genuinely I've never have from a young age like I had an issue with authorities I'm not saying like police like authoritative figures like teachers and stuff but now that you know this topic was brought up to me and I started kind of looking into it a little bit more it's just now like I said it's a thought starter of oh okay now I can really stop And not necessarily when I'm in the middle of a workout, because that's one of those moments where it's just kind of like, hey, cut that out, focus on where you are, right? Because sometimes you don't need to do the whole like looking inward thing and dissect your thoughts. But you know, when you notice a thought pattern that happens a lot, like you should look inward and you should question it. When I think, okay, I should be doing this. It's like, okay, why should I? Like, is this realistic? Is it something I want to do? Do I need to do it? Like, what am I doing right now? Like, does it have to do with where I'm at? Does it have to do with what I'm feeling? Why should I? It's almost kind of like you debunk your own thoughts when you question them. It's something that I even do just with anxiety in general. It's just kind of like actually stopping, saying it out loud or writing it down and just actually questioning it. Is this really going to happen? How am I actually feeling? Like, let's not go down the rabbit hole. Let's acknowledge what I just said to myself and question it. And questioning is a good thing. It doesn't have to be a long thing. It doesn't have to be a fearful thing. You can just kind of figure out like why your brain is doing that to yourself and just kind of ground yourself in reality and really make a conscious decision with your own mind, not with just your feelings. Because when you're feeling something, you probably feel like you should be doing something else. You're like, oh, I feel like this and I just feel like I should be doing da 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 da. Okay, well, let's acknowledge how you're feeling. And then instead of thinking what you should be doing let's just make a conscious decision of what to do because you want to do it you can do it or maybe you know what I will do it later not I should do it later I will or you won't it has to be just more black and white when it comes to catastrophizing in your own mind I'm not saying that you can never use this word in your vocabulary but even when trying to think of an example of something that is maybe a little more normal and obviously you know I'm thinking of this stuff all on the spot so let's not you know quote me and you know be me down what just tear down my house what anyway but think about this if you said to your boyfriend or you know a family member hey you should take the dogs out what do you think is more polite to say to someone else you should really take the dogs out you should really do the dishes or is it more polite to say hey can you take the dogs out it's just so passive aggressive when you hear it when you're saying it to other people and you're telling someone what they should be doing because it's like setting a standard and a precedent literally putting your judgment of what they're currently doing on 
them with that statement, you wouldn't want to do that or make someone feel like that. The first step is figuring out that you're doing it to yourself because you treat people the way you treat yourself. When I was the bitchiest version of myself, it's because I treated myself like shit. Like I was a bitchy teen. And it's because I had no problem being a bitch to myself. The narrative in my mind was horrible. I hated myself. Therefore, I had no problem calling someone else a stupid bitch because I was calling myself a stupid bitch all the time. So if you're telling yourself what you should be doing and driving yourself insane, you're probably telling someone else what they should be doing and coming off really judgmental and driving them insane. I mean, you could probably even think about it vice versa. Like maybe there's someone in your life who's telling you what you should be doing. And it's like, why not question that? Why not open up that conversation and be like, why do you think I should be doing that? Do you think I can? Do you think what I'm doing right now isn't good? Like, what is your reasoning behind why I should be doing that? And I'm not saying that everything is super, super deep, but like when you really break it down, what are the good reasons for shitting all over yourself there really aren't any because it's about making the ebbs and flows of life of like when you're going from a best mood to a worst mood to a best mood to a worst mood is making them less chaotic I had a good mood I had a bad mood I had a good day I had a bad day that sounds really nice right but does this sound nice oh I had a good day and then I had a bad day and then I had a good day and the bad day and blah, like it's so much more chaotic how do we ebb and flow through life a little more calmly with more compassion to ourselves with more understanding with more tools to be able to understand understand how we're thinking in our own minds because that obviously affects everything else in our lives so I really encourage you guys to really look at if you are shooting all over yourself and if it's really benefiting you and really kind of trying to understand the things you're telling yourself you should do understand which ones are genuinely really healthy for you stuff that you really do believe you quote unquote should do and try to figure out okay how do I want to do those things will I do those things why and when can I do those things? There's a difference between me saying I should work out this week and saying I want to work out this week. I will work out this week. It's just so simple, but so healthy and so important. Quick break to talk to you guys about Anastasia Beverly Hills. If there's one thing you should do, (laughs) it's have amazing brows. Like see, there's a perfect way to say it. Okay. Brows are more essential than ever. You guys, we're all working at home. We're on Zoom calls. We're taking our Instagram pictures and there are only a few beauty musts and one of them is a hundred percent brows. Brows can literally transform your entire look or change the expression on your face. A well-shaped brow is like the holy grail because nothing else looks or feels right on your face when your brow game is not under control. Literally all you need is a little bit of powder, a little bit of mascara, brush up those brows, Fill them in just a tad and boom, all of a sudden you're snatched. Create beautiful brows with Anastasia Beverly Hills, the number one U.S. brow brand. The first name in brows for over 30 years for naturally beautiful, fuller looking brows. If you guys haven't tried Anastasia products yet, you are crazy and missing out. They are absolute holy grails for me, you guys. If there's one thing I can't live without, it's their clear brow gel. It's a flexible hold that lasts all day. It has a flake-free formula that just locks my brows in place. So I brush them up and it doesn't look crunchy it just gives me that feathered brow look and it makes it super natural but like I said it changes the expression on your face so like if my brows are brushed up like I just look more awake I look like I have my face together honestly it looks amazing and like I said it's not crunchy or like slick it really does look natural and it actually has hyaluronic acid in it which creates a plumping effect for natural fuller looking brows so it's my absolute favorite and then if I really want to like level up I'll use the brow Wiz. it's actually the number one 
U.S. brow product. One Brow Wiz is sold every nine seconds across the world. So you know that I'm not lying to you. You can take my word for it and that piece of information. You just use it to detail your brow, adding extra dimension and natural like hair strokes. It's one of the only products I like to use to add kind of color and dimension to my brows because I already have such thick brows that honestly, this just allows me to go in and get really detailed and make them absolutely perfect. So I have a special offer for you guys. You guys can go to AnastasiaBeverlyHills.com today and use promo code MOOD to get 15% off your first order. That's A-N-A-S-T-A-S-I-A BeverlyHills.com. You'll get 15% off your first order. Just use promo code MOOD at checkout. Back to the podcast. I also heard something too that was really interesting called just like the should free zone where you give yourself just like an hour a day where it's a should free zone. So you don't have to, I'm trying to figure out grammatically how you say this. You shouldn't have to do anything all day. Like you can't should yourself into doing anything. You're not allowed to use any shoulds. And I kind of want to use it as a challenge almost because obviously it's really great to like look inward and notice when I'm doing it. But it would be kind of like maybe a nice mood booster to like know that I have an hour where it's a should free zone and I can't say any of that stuff to myself. It's almost like releasing the feeling that comes so frequently and knowing that you have an hour free of the feeling of shoulding. Knowing from five to six is should free zone. You're just like setting up your hour with the mindset that those thoughts and those things aren't coming in and it's probably going to be a much more relaxing hour than if you just went into five o'clock being like oh I should probably take an hour to myself and relax like boom already did one should what else should I be doing during it you know what I mean so kind of creating the narrative in your own mind of I'm gonna have a should free hour here's what I want to do during it and then deciding and just literally giving yourself 60 minutes and seeing where it goes and you guys have to remember that these things do not happen overnight and there is no such thing as perfection the only thing in life that you can do is have progress not perfection. I know that is something you see on a mirror when you're at the workout studio, but it is damn fucking true. It is never my intention to give you a thought starter to reach a certain goal. You're not going to create a habit of never using the word should. You're only going to now have a new thought when that word potentially pops in your mind. Even if you should yourself, don't beat yourself up for it. You're already probably beating yourself up with a should. So don't add a layer on top being like oh and I shoulded myself like no the only reason we talk about this stuff is to just be able to have that little light bulb go off in your head when you say oh I should work out this week boom light bulb huh I just shitted myself okay well why should I How do I want to rephrase that? Having more emotionally intelligent conversations with yourself. These are the things that just help you grow as a person and become a better version of yourself. There's no such thing as perfection. It's a constant state of growth and bettering yourself on a daily basis. And some days are better than others. Some days are easier than others. Some days you might shit all over yourself. Some days you might not. At least you're not shitting all over yourself. If you need to laugh about it, just remember, oh, I just shit it all over myself. Hey, at least I'm not shitting all over myself. You know what I mean? It's the little things in life. But seriously, try to take the week to just notice if you should on yourself at all. And if you do, why? Where is it coming from? What are you doing in that current moment? And what do you genuinely want to do? I am the biggest shudder on the planet. I am so, so like hard on myself and it masks itself in so many different ways. I feel like I'm in this state to just be real with you guys for a second of like, 
what should I be doing? It's almost like I don't even know what I should be doing right now. And it almost gives me more anxiety not even knowing what I should be doing. But at the end of the day, something that helps me is knowing like there's nothing I should be doing right now. There's nothing to do right now. And so really trying to focus on what I want to do and need to do and kind of going back to that balance really helps instead of really setting myself up with that super negative narrative in my head of like, what am I supposed to be doing right now? What should I be doing? It gives me so much more anxiety when I think about it like that. It really, really does. Like, and I'm not just saying that, like I have cried many times because of these thoughts and it is apparently called shooting all over yourself. Like it's horrible at the end of the day. Like there really is no answer of like what you should and shouldn't be doing. Like, should you murder someone? No, obviously, but that's not what I'm talking about. It's kind of those like anxiety rooted thoughts and just having high expectations and high standards and comparing yourself to other people and wanting to work until you're dry to the bone and the glamorization of over exhaustion just shooting all over you. I guarantee you you're probably a lot like me and a lot of the shoulds come from subconscious comparing yourself to other people comparing your idea of success to someone else's comparing your day of productivity to someone else's there is no recipe to success into a happy life everyone's definition of success is completely different and unique to themselves this is a time to honestly just look inward and figure out what really makes you happy and what you really want to do you know the things you need to do you know you need to drink water you know you need to like get sleep at night do you always do it no but you know you need to you're not dumb so don't focus on that stuff you can make a little need list of like okay I need to do x y and z what do I want like that's going to be the list that really makes you look inward and those are the things that you can kind of always refer back to I am going to try to spend the next seven days till I talk to you guys again in my best worst mood and mood booster I'm going to try to not shit all over myself because I've been shitting all over myself for the past two weeks which has led me to have almost have correction almost have panic attacks because I've done enough personal growth and therapy to be able to talk myself off a ledge very very often which is fabulous but I have had so many cries so many anxious thoughts mostly because I'm shooting all over myself now the word just sounds weird doesn't it so we gotta stop I really hope you guys enjoyed this mini current mood episode with me by myself talking about shooting all over yourself and myself I like just kind of talking to you guys from the heart from the gut from the mind every once in a while sometimes it's a little more often than not because you know booking guests and all that stuff this was honestly just me wanting to talk to you guys obviously there are going to be way more guests we have some great ones coming in the next couple weeks and I'm super excited for you guys to hear those episodes make sure you check out all the previous guests too because we have had some amazing amazing mood episodes you guys like seriously I have been absolutely loving seeing you guys tag me in your stories I'm always looking for topics suggestions and I also mentioned that I'm going to be doing hashtag my mood which I kind of want to change to hashtag send moods because it sounds like send nudes but you're sending me your mood and what you need advice on so let me know on Instagram if I can change it to send moods because I've been thinking that for months and I kind of just want to like bite the bullet and do it and I think we're going to do that well I know we're going to do it we're going to do it once a month so I really need you guys to email mood with Lauren Elizabeth at gmail.com the great thing is that you guys all need very similar advice which should make you feel like you're not alone that we're all in the same boat but try to get a little specific without making it too long because if it's really really long then I don't want to have to read the whole thing on the podcast 
podcast but most of the time it's you describing like your dating life to me for like three paragraphs and it's always just about dating advice so try to keep it short and sweet but unique mood with lauren elizabeth at gmail.com obviously make sure to follow me on instagram at lauren elizabeth there's a ton of great new youtube videos up on my channel all you have to do is youtube.com slash love lauren elizabeth tons of blog posts up on my website lauren elizabeth inc.com all that stuff you can find on my instagram though i do a beautiful job of my organizing my highlights i'm learning how to affirm myself so just let me have it okay thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast i hope you guys find some great mood boosters this week have some awesome moods and just ebb and flow with a cool calm collected spirit i love you guys so much have an amazing week and i will talk to you next wednesday bye